Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about faith, family, freedom, the state of Illinois, our nation, and conservative action. Here's David Smith and Monty Larrick. Thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. I'm Monty Larrick. Well, even during the pandemic, the deadly work of Planned Parenthood marches on, opening an abortion center at 1601 North Lewis Road in Waukegan killing more babies during the pandemic. Eric Scheidler, the executive director of the Pro-Life Action League, how is your organization responding to this 18th Planned Parenthood in Illinois? Well, number one, we are mobilizing the community. And as soon as we found out this place was coming, we put together a coalition of pro-life groups from throughout the state and reached out to people in Lake County and in Waukegan to raise public awareness. And the first move in that towards that goal is this protest. We were wildly optimistic and brought 200 signs so we'd be able to give uh, everyone a sign who came out here. Thank God many people brought their own signs. Just shows you how much fervor there is uh, against Planned Parenthood here in Waukegan. So many Waukegan residents are here. And that's a, a tremendous impact because it's not enough just to come out and protest one day. We have to have a pro-life presence here. It's gonna be tough. There's not a really obvious place to reach out to their clients. That's why they pick buildings like, this is an ugly, ugly building. Anyone else would buy it and knock it down and put something nice there. Planned Parenthood wants a big, ugly building that is intimidating and they want to keep the community away so we cannot offer help. It's gonna be tough. But events like this help to begin the process of putting together a ongoing presence like we've done at Aurora, like we've done at Flossmore, like we've done at Carafem in Skokie. Every time a new abortion clinic opens up, Fairview Heights, Illinois now has regular people out there too. So number one is building a community response. Number two, we're going after them legally. We have been, for over a year, we've, we've been sending out FOIA requests to towns across Illinois that we thought might be targeted by Planned Parenthood. Waukegan, did not have any response to our last FOIA request back in January. They may have broken the law by not providing us with documents showing what was happening here. We've got another Freedom of Information Act or FOIA request in to find out everything we can from their permits, applications, email messages, planning committee meetings, every bit of data we can get. We're going to get that, but we're going to pour over those documents with our legal team looking for any irregularities we can highlight. Planned Parenthood is very careful. They have teams of lawyers they've done this over and over again they create shell companies and then they put in an abortion clinic without anybody knowing what it is so we have a lot of investigating to do we're gonna be working with the attorneys and doing everything we can we're also going to be investigating whether Planned Parenthood of Illinois was one of those Planned Parenthood affiliates that illegally got PPP money payroll protection program money under the CARES Act they got 80 million dollars 37 different Planned Parenthood affiliates is this one of them? We'd love to know because those funds were intended to prevent businesses from closing. Here's Planned Parenthood opening a new location. How can you justify that? They're not eligible for that money anyway, but even if they were, how do you justify taking that money to stop a place from closing when you're about to open another million dollar facility? Well, Eric, we are outside the Planned Parenthood here on Lewis Road in Waukegan. We know that Planned Parenthood has opened this center, the one in Aurora, Flossmore, Fairview Heights near St. Louis, covertly. And you think illegally. We'll see. We'll see. 
I mean, they definitely defrauded the city of Aurora back in 2007. They lied to city, the city council members and said, we don't know who the tenant's going to be of this building. Planned Parenthood doesn't just target demographics. They aren't just looking to get into Lake County. They look for the town that they can go to. They wanted to be in DuPage County. They picked Aurora. Why did they pick Aurora? Because Aurora has a complicated and mismanaged zoning code. It's incredibly confusing and badly written. And so they're able to exploit the sort of failures of local government. Same thing in Flossmore. They were able to, to lie to that community and deprive them of part of their tax base. We don't know yet how exactly they lied to Waukegan or whether those lies constitute fraud before the law, but that's what we'll be looking for. Well, let me ask you this. How can listeners and viewers keep these abortion centers out of their communities? What do they need to be looking for? Well, you need to be looking at the Planning and Development Committee of your local government. If you're concerned that Planned Parenthood might be coming to town, and if you live in Rockford, if you live maybe Carbondale, um, Elgin, those are some of the cities we've been looking at. We've been asking for documents. Those are places where you especially want to be paying very close attention. If you see a large building up for sale, keep an eye on it. Go to your city council meetings. Ask the government for documents about any medical facilities. If you contact us at ProLifeAction.org, we can show you exactly the language to use to try to find out if they're doing something. Maybe it's check very out difficult. the zoning board. Well, the zoning board is going to be after, after the permit process has already begun. So before that, planning committee, planning commission, planning officer, a zoning administrator is somebody to talk to. If you've got friends in the city government who can keep an eye out for you, that could be very helpful. But it's very difficult because Planned Parenthood lies. They hide their true identity. It's a real challenge for us to try to stop them from opening. Well, you have to be really encouraged by the response here. But this abortion center is, for Planned Parenthood, strategically located. They're going to That's be able right. to get uh, women from Lake County, McHenry County, the city of Chicago, northern Cook County, and Kenosha, Wisconsin. And, of course, Wisconsin has tougher abortion restrictions. That's right. Um, this facility is designed to target a very large region. And that's how all of their new facilities have been. Uh, the one down in Fairview Heights, which is actually operated by the St. Louis and Missouri affiliate, not the Illinois affiliate, that facility preys, it's in Illinois, but it preys on women from Missouri. The facility in Aurora is a regional facility. We see cars coming from all over the Midwest. Flossmoor is only a few miles from the Indiana border. So the Flossmoor Planned Parenthood targets Indiana, and now this facility targets Wisconsin. Uh, Steve Carlin of 40 Days for Life, um, a national organization, he, he lives in and works in Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, Steve pointed that out in his comments to the press. He said, they're preying on women. They're drawing women from Wisconsin in to a state that has almost no, I mean, really, the word almost is pretty kind. We have no re restrictions on abortion in Illinois anymore. Abortion does not have to be performed in an inspected facility. So abortion facilities, as of last year, are no longer inspected at all, other than when they get their initial zoning uh, and, and building code uh, permits. And it's taxpayer funded now, by it's and large. They, they're, they're exploiting taxpayer funding. Uh, you don't even have to be a doctor to do an abortion. Uh, the list goes on and on of the ways they've expanded abortion in Illinois. So Planned Parenthood has made this state the abortion capital of the Midwest. And they're, and they're preying on our, our neighboring states where 
the, the legislatures have, have tightened up restrictions. I mean, common sense restrictions everyone believes in. Let's take a time out and we'll continue our conversation with Eric Scheidler, Executive Director of the Pro-Life Action League. We're outside the big new abortion center in Waukegan with a crowd of pro-life activists standing in defense of life. Hi, this is Pastor McCracken, pastor of the Church of Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in Markham, Illinois. For the last four years, our church has been struggling to overcome the city's efforts to shut us down. In the midst of all of our legal issues, we felt overwhelmed and discouraged. All we wanted to do was worship the Lord and serve our community. We needed a law firm that not only had the knowledge of the law, but the same commitment of the kingdom of God. The Lord connected us with the law firm of Malcolm Baker. The attorneys at Malcolm Baker have not only provided us with exceptional legal representation and counsel, but have also provided us with the added gift of lawyers who pray with us and seek the guidance of the Lord at every step. After working with Malcolm Baker, we can't imagine working with anyone else. Hi, this is Noel Sterrett, an attorney with Malkin Baker. If your church or ministry has any legal needs, please call us, 312-726-1243, or look us up online at maukbaker.com. People are talking a lot about health care these days. There are so many changes, so many questions. As Christians, where can we turn for answers? At Samaritan Ministries, we believe the answer is in Jesus Christ, working in the lives of His people, demonstrating Christian community by sharing each other's medical needs, scripturally, faithfully. Here's just part of Brett's story in his own words. When I reflect on Samaritan Ministries, the biggest thing that stands out to me is that we, as a body of believers, are living out New Testament Christianity. This idea that Samaritan has adopted from the Book of Acts should permeate all parts of our lives, not just health sharing. It has a profound impact on people like me and my wife. Brett is just one of over 200,000 members who are sharing over $23 million in medical needs each month. If you'd like to experience what it's like to partner with other Christians for your health care needs, and you'd like to see what other members are saying, visit MySamaritanStory.org. Might there be a new Berlin? For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with The Point. On Wednesday, China's National People's Congress passed a bill that could lead to the end of self-government in Hong Kong. In response, the protests the World Watch before the pandemic returned. And in response to those, hundreds have been placed under arrest, according to NBC News. Canada, Australia, and the UK have already condemned the law that violates the one country, two system agreement between China and Britain, which originally made Hong Kong part of China, but gave them self-rule until 2047. Look, this is not only bad news for all citizens there, but especially for the Christians. And as one American business leader in Hong Kong pointed out, this could mean that the city of Hong Kong becomes the major flashpoint between two world superpowers, like Berlin at the height of the Cold War. The question is now whether the international community, including international corporations, will respond. Clearly, China thinks the answer is they won't. And at least on that point, history is on China's side. I'm John Stone Street. This is Illinois Family Spotlight. Monty Larrick with you. I'm joined by Eric Scheidler, the executive director of the Pro-Life Action League. We're outside the abortion center, the new abortion center in Waukegan, here on Lewis Road. Pro-life activists are saying this shouldn't be here, with signs that read, abortion takes a human life, abortionist moms for life, Planned Parenthood lies to you. Eric, 
parental notice may be in the crosshairs of pro-abortion lawmakers, but with the pandemic going on, is there a real threat there against the Parental Notice of Abortion Act? Who would have guessed that a pandemic, a statewide, a national lockdown, would have some unexpected silver linings uh, for the pro-life community? And the fact that the, the attack on Illinois parental notice law has not gone forward this year is a direct result of this pandemic. So in a strange way, the pandemic is a kind of blessing for us because they were going after parental notice with great guns. They were going to begin their propaganda campaign this year um, to try to, to overturn that law, to make it toothless, to make it so that Planned Parenthood could just dial up a pro-abortion clergyman and uh, get them to supposedly be you know, a, a responsible adult that a, a minor girl would be consulting with they on her abortion. They at least water it down, if not an outright yeah, repeal. They're going to make it toothless or they're going to completely strip it away. This is a law that is supported by the vast majority of Americans, the vast majority of Illinoisans. Uh, we were prepared for a huge battle this year. Even that battle may still be coming. vast majority, but that includes even men and women who say they're Pro-choice. That's right. Very few pro-choice people are comfortable with the idea of a 13-year-old girl getting an abortion without her parents knowing about it. That's what they want. That's what Planned Parenthood wants. We know that teen girls who are sexually active, we know that minor girls who are sexually active are disproportionately the victims of some kind of sexual abuse or coercion. Sex trafficking. Their boyfriends or their abusers, whatever the case may be, are often but much older, adults of majority age. So a 13-year-old girl with a 19-year-old or 25-year-old boyfriend, the parents don't know about it. She comes and, and, uh, and gets an abortion uh, without the parents ever knowing. She starts to hemorrhage. She starts to have you know, suicidal thoughts, and her parents don't even know. Well, Eric, while the police walk by here uh, telling people to get off the sidewalk, they're not going to give up on doing away with parental notice or watering it down. What should we be doing now, pro-life people be doing now, to protect our Parental Notice of Abortion Act? Well, go ahead and call your representative. If it's possible under these conditions, try to arrange a meeting at their local office. Bring your mask, sit down with your representative, and tell them that you support parents being informed about minor daughters' abortions. And you don't want to see that law gutted. Talk to your community members about it. Let people in your church know what's happening. Get plugged in with organizations like the Pro-Life Action League and the Illinois Family Institute that can give you fact sheets about this, that can give you urgent alert notices when the bill gets pre presented, when it's sent to committee and so forth, so that you're plugged in. Now is the time to get plugged in and start spreading the word so that when things calm down with the pandemic and they start their campaign again, we're ready to fight back. And this is a great time to get involved in pro-life activism. This is no time to stand down. No, this is not the time to stand down, and we have not. We've been pushing for people to stay active out on the front lines of the pro-life movement right from the beginning. Uh, we've uh, prepared protocols that people can use to continue to pray and sidewalk counsel at abortion facilities safely. Just as with the, uh, the legal side of things, the legislative things, we need to, uh, to, stay, to, to stay, stay vigilant and keep ourselves informed. Well, Eric, uh, big election coming up, a lot at stake, particularly in terms of life. We think of the presidential race, congressional races, U.S. Senate, but those races in Illinois, state Senate, 
state representative, pretty big too. Absolutely. Illinois has become the most pro-abortion state in the entire United States of America. We're even more pro-abortion than California and New York State, which is hard to believe. Yet here we are. We can change that by changing our legislature. The extremism of Planned Parenthood opening a new abortion clinic in the middle of a pandemic. The extremism of taxpayer-funded abortion. The extremism of trying to destroy parental notice so that parents are involved with their kids and their reproductive choices and such like. That extremism, if we can bring that to the voters, bring that to the people, we can change this legislature. So find those pro-life candidates that are running across the state and support them and tell your friends about them so we can change Illinois for the better. All right. Thank you so much, Eric Scheidler. How can folks connect with the Pro-Life Action League? You can find us at ProLifeAction.org. We're on Twitter and Facebook, at ProLifeAction. And we are, every day we've got more news, more information, more action items for you to make the most out of your pro-life convictions. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much, Eric Scheidler. A lot of noise here out on uh, Lewis Road outside the Planned Parenthood in Aurora. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. Please support the work of the Illinois Family Institute and the Pro-Life Action League. Stay safe and God bless. Thank you for listening to Illinois Family Spotlight. For more information, please visit us at ifiaction.org and look for us on Facebook and Twitter. If you would like to email us questions or comments, please do so at feedback at ifiaction.org. Until next time, stay engaged and keep your eyes on the prize.